Welcome back to the Real Love Podcast. My name is Micah Stevens, and wherever and whenever you're listening to this, we hope this continues to be a value add to you. And I'm particularly excited about this episode. We are here with Pastor Kyle Wall, and we are going to be talking about miracles, a word often used, a word misunderstood both, I believe, the people that read and don't read Scripture. I think it's something that I am very intrigued about, so I would love to just jump right in. But before that, if you would just tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and why you're here and want to talk about miracles. That's great. Thank you, Micah, so much. Glad to be on with you guys. The Real Love Podcast. Very cool. Uh, Kyle Wall, uh, married 36 years and uh, two daughters who are both married and been in ministry for 36 years, local church, and been here coming up on six years next month. And uh, so um, I oversee all the campuses for Faith Promise and also currently serve as the Pellissippi campus pastor. Wow. That's a lot. I got great people I work with, man. <laughs> That's a lot cool. of great teams. That's cool. <laughs> and you've traveled quite a bit. You know, we know each other relatively well, and we've traveled together on video shoots and missions, and missions has been a big part of your heart. And what, what's your favorite part about traveling? Uh, well, you know, I love just meeting people around the world and uh, seeing all the different dynamics of different people groups, and yet we all have the same needs, same desires. Um, and so it's really exciting. Our world is, is amazing. People groups are amazing. People are amazing. And just to connect with them and uh, to see. Also, I think one of the great things growing up in the USA, which is a great country, but going to other parts of the world, especially developing nations, it's just a reminder how blessed we are and uh, to not take it for granted. And so every time I'm in a developing nation, I, I come back with more uh, gratitude and more humility. And I'm just very thankful. Absolutely. And I, and I can attest, not as near with your pedigree, but if you've never traveled outside the U.S. specifically for a missional purpose, uh, we would encourage you to do so. Yes, it's eye-opening. Uh, you'll um, see the world through different eyes and, uh, and realize that the gospel truly is for the world. Uh, it's not just for us. It's for the world. And uh, we're just part of this whole big thing. And speaking of, and it, it transitions us perfectly to this conversation on miracles, but we were together filming in a village called Irgathathi, where we helped and partner Mission, I think, 410 Bridge, uh, dig a well, which again, water is such a powerful resource that we can help to, when we dig that, the, the village comes together and the, the gospel shared more, more, it's a scalable way to do ministry. Again, water is such a, was such a powerful thing over there. And we were outside, and we were filming a family in, in, their, in their small home. And one of their sons were outside the, 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 the door. I remember. Laying there, because his legs, I don't think, had ever worked yeah. before. And um, I'm, we're filming, so I'm working. Then I see you start to grab him, pick him up. And I'm, I'm going, what, what's happening over here? And you are praying and begin to pray that his legs would be healed. Yeah. And more than, and I've prayed for healings before, and I've been a part of healings before, but you not only prayed, but you created some action in there, which you faith, but faith picked him up and hoping to strengthen his legs and see some movement. And in that particular part, it didn't happen. Yeah. And so I think that's for some of us listening, 
been a part of that. We've prayed for healing. We've prayed for cancer to be gone. We've prayed for yeah. marriages to be restored, and they weren't. Cancer took a life. And so yeah. where are you at with that? When that didn't happen, for you personally, how do you feel about that? And how do you continue to pray when sometimes it's not answered? Yeah, so we live in a fallen world. And ever since uh, Adam and Eve's sin, um, death and disease came into the world. And so it's not the way that God uh, intended for it to be, obviously. And so, um, but in his, in his sovereignty, he does allow uh, for that to happen, but he's also redeeming. So he wants to bring heaven to earth every day. So what I'm growing in, uh, Micah, is just to be obedient to the promptings of the Holy Spirit to pray over people uh, for miracles, for healing, whatever it may be, uh, for salvation, to pray to be saved. And uh, so all I know is the more I practice it, the more it happens. The more I'm a step into obedience, uh, the more it happens. Uh, one of the mentors in my life in this area of uh, miracles and healing says, it's going to be the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat, the old uh, ABC sports uh, tag they used to use. And if you're going to be involved in this ministry, you'll experience some thrills of victory, but you'll also experience some agony of defeat. And um, so you got to really understand why you're doing this and what's the purpose. And really the purpose is to glorify God uh, to show forth his compassion and to uh, bring people to Jesus uh, to, for gospel proclamation. So, I, yes, that uh, I really hope that boy and his brother would be healed that day. Yes. And I think his parents want him to be healed. And so part of me walked away brokenhearted, and, uh, but not uh, deterred uh, because uh, all I know that God's called me to do is not to heal anyone. I can't heal anyone, but he's called me to be obedient, to pray for people to be healed. And so I try to take advantage of that every opportunity. And I have too many stories on the other side right. uh, that balance that out also. So. Well, it's interesting. And in, 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 as you talk, I, I realize that story's been shared of the miracle not happening, but that miracle of our faith being girded. Yes. And something that affected me greatly, that I, I still can see and smell every moment of that. Yeah. And now we talk today and... That story, even though it was a story of what we would say earthly would be a failure, potentially will say, hey, it happens, and, and allow for his name to be glorified. Because I would say, why would you not? I'm asking yeah. for your Lord. You're getting the—why would you not heal every person? Totally. But as we—it's just right here in the middle of this, I, I, and I realize that story is being shared right now. Yeah. And potentially could help an, another miracle in a different way. Yeah. And you know, the most important thing for that young man and his family really was to know that God loves them. Because yeah. um, the greatest miracle still, bar none, is salvation. That we could go from death to life in a moment uh, by faith uh, through, his, through the grace of Jesus Christ. So in every time we're praying over people, the chief goal uh, is that they feel the love of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, they feel God's love through us. And so that's what... Uh, I always try to do and try to explain to people I'm teaching about how to pray for people is make sure they they sense the love of God through you. Uh, if we accomplish that, that that's that's miraculous. If they get healed, praise God. Right. Uh, but we want them to know that God loves them. So is that how you stay so focused in the midst of difficulty because of there's a greater thing happening? Yes, totally. That's so uh, interesting. You know, so... There's many factors, I think, to miracles and to healing. Um, sometimes it's, uh, you know, we, we come with a, a, say, a word of knowledge, and then I have greater faith to, to pray. I, I have a particular word of knowledge for this person that God wants to heal this, so I'm going to pray differently right. then. 
Um, sometimes people just ask you to pray over them or you see a need and you want to step into it and pray over them, ask them. I've never had anyone, by the way, turn me down uh, for prayer uh, for, for any physical thing You've they're asked facing. A bunch of I've asked a bunch of people, <laughs> hundreds, and uh, no one's ever turned me down. One guy thought, he didn't think I'd do it there. He thought, oh, you want to do it now, like right here. I said, yeah, right here. Right here. And uh, so he's like, okay, I thought you might just go home and pray for me. Right. Like, well, you know, I don't have enough faith for that, but right. I need to do it right here where I'm laying hands right on you. <laughs> and uh, so... Um, uh, you know, it's uh, we want people to know the love of God, and so it is stretching us too. Um, every time we step out of obedience, it helps us grow, and it really does. So, you know, one of the, the mentors in my life says, "Hey, don't even begin to develop a, a belief system about healing until you've prayed for a couple hundred people to be healed." Wow, unbelievable! That's a great practical thing for all of us to to like. Again, that's right. Hey, how do you feel about miracles? I'll never pray for anybody. I want to, let's get out here yeah. and build that philosophy totally. and that understanding. You said words of knowledge, and I've heard it yeah. a lot. Explain a little in more de- in more detail what that means. Yeah. So uh, the Holy Spirit, I believe, wants to speak to us uh, uh, to glorify God, bring people to Jesus, show the love of the Father, the compassion of the Father, and so. Uh, There'll be moments where uh, one of the primary ways I receive words of knowledge is uh, if I'm going into a setting with people, I will um, do a mental examination of my body. Am I experiencing any pain right now? And if I'm not, good. That's even better. So, But if I'm in that room, all of a sudden I begin to have a pain in my right knee, I now think, okay, God, who? There's someone in here that you want to heal of pain in their right knee. That's how I think now. Ah. Because I didn't normally have that pain. I didn't have it when I walked in, but I'm having it right now. Uh, so that means I, I begin to believe now, whereas you say, what's wrong with my knee? Mm. And what's, this, what's happening right here? Um, uh, I, now I think, okay, God wants to heal someone in this room uh, with pain in their right knee. So word of knowledge is a specific thing you believe was given to the, by the Holy Spirit for someone specifically. Exactly, to increase their faith. For example, I was talking with someone this morning who was in the uh, experience two weeks ago when we spoke on healing. And uh, they said, hey, you called out a uh, pain in your left knee, and, and it's been affecting your flexibility. And this person said, at our Fergus campus said, that was me. Wow. And um, so I said, well, where is it today? Is it, is it uh, 50% better? Is it 80% better? She said, it's 90 to 95% better. And we prayed more today in person for it to get to 100%. So part of it is um, it increases my faith when I get a word. But when he called that out and they're in the room, it increases the faith of people. Oh, God sees me, and he wants to heal me. Right. They begin to think that too. And uh, so I've seen people uh, healed because uh, God gave me great faith. I've seen people, sometimes I didn't have great faith, but they had great faith. And I've seen people get healed, and neither one of us had great faith. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God so just, just God wanted to do it. He wanted to do it. He just wanted to do it. And uh, so uh, we can't put all this dependence upon us uh, we want to be listening and be obedient, step in by faith. But at the end of the day, it's not on us. Right. Only God can heal. That's incredible. So where, where in Scripture do you pull some of your belief and some of the stuff now that you've built, now that you have so much practical, hands-on, you know, R&D, yeah. as it were? You have research, man. You've yeah. been it. So where, where, do you, where do you take from Scripture to, to kind of uh, inform us a little bit on miracles yeah, in the Bible? Yeah, totally. So John chapter 4, verse 53, uh, Jesus said... Um, Oh, excuse me, wrong verse. Uh, John 14, 12. Truly, truly, Jesus said, I say unto you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. Hmm. Okay, it's hard to explain that away. So we know what Jesus did. Just read through the gospel. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. 
and greater works than these he will do because I go to the Father. Uh, that going, he's going to the Father. Why was he going to the Father for? To ask the Father to send the Holy Spirit to come and live inside every believer. Mm. And so now we have God living in us uh, to empower us, to um, give us words of knowledge. He speaks to us in words of knowledge through, uh, like I said, physical pains I may experience in my body, through impressions in my mind. Uh, some people will see a word spelled out, uh, see something like that. So there's many different ways we teach about uh, seven ways people can hear, uh, understand, or receive a word of knowledge. And so greater works will do. Well, what does that mean? And I mean, I grew up with people explaining that away, um, but not taking it for what it says in its context. Jesus says, hey, I do these things. I'm sending you out to do these things. You're going to do these things. You're going to do even more. Wow. Because the Holy Spirit's in you. Hard to believe. And yet I was taught growing up, no, that's not going to happen. Right. And But as we read through the Gospels, if we read through this, then the book of Acts, getting the book of Acts, uh, Micah, um, not just the apostles, but I was reading this week about Stephen. Uh, Stephen was full of wisdom, full of the Holy Spirit, and that was the qualifications for him to serve food to the widows. He right. had to be full of wisdom and full of the Holy Spirit. I'm thinking, man, yeah. <laughs> that's high qualifications to serve food. You know what I'm talking about? And, uh, and yet it says he moved in an incredible supernatural ministry. Hmm. That's what it says. He wasn't an apostle. Right. He was just an everyday guy who was serving food to the widows. But he moved in supernatural ministry. Why? He was filled with the Holy Spirit. So I look at it this way, Micah. Jesus uh, was 100% God, but he was also 100% man. And Scripture is very clear that he, he I believe he lived his life as, as a human being. He laid aside his deity, even though he was fully God, and operated as fully man, filled with the Holy Spirit, to give us an example of what could happen. Wow, so everything yeah. he did, uh, he did in the, in the fullness of the Holy Spirit, not as God, even though he was God. He laid aside his deity, and as fully man, completely filled by the Holy Spirit, he, he healed people. He understood what they were thinking and spoke into it. And so the key is, are we willing to die to ourselves, to lay aside our pride, our, ourselves, and allow the Holy Spirit to fill us? And if we, the more the Spirit gets hold of us, the more he's going to want to accomplish the ministry that Jesus did here on earth and wants to continue to do for the glory of God, show the compassion of the Father, and to bring people to Jesus. You're blowing my mind right now. Wow. You're blowing my mind. It's been blowing my mind for a number of years now. <laughs> it's just like, and, it, it's uh, unbelievable what you said. It's so f- he had to lay aside his deity. Our deity is pride. Our deity pride. is we want to be our own God. success or whatever that is. Yeah. Wow. And he showed us an example to live fully in the Holy Spirit. We think we can't do it. He said it. So you either believe or don't that we'll that we should be able to potentially have words of knowledge, That's see right. what people are thinking, see people for who yeah. they are and what they are, and pray and speak and live in in that kind of power. That is, and really, I think the the miraculous gifts uh, of healing and miracles, I really do. They primarily believe, as I read through the Book of Acts, they're for gospel proclamation. Yes, it's to show the compassion that Jesus wants to heal people, but every time I was reading this this week and. Um, in the first part of Acts, and Peter uh, sees this guy healed, and then 5,000 men were saved on the spot as he shared the gospel. So guy's healed, people are astounded, shares the gospel, 5,000 men. That means probably, with count the women and kids, you know, twelve to 15,000 people probably were healed or received Jesus that day because a person was healed and the gospel went forth in power. And so... 
Um, John Wimber, who started the vineyard movement, uh, really uh, believed this, that the miraculous gifts are primarily for evangelism, for gospel proclamation. It right. shows forth how that God is real. It causes religious people to realize, hey, he's real, and maybe I don't have a relationship with him. It causes people who are far from God to say, oh, wow, he knows me and he loves me. He's concerned about me, yeah. and uh, he's, he's doing miraculous things. And so it's far gospel proclamation. Uh, and, and that's in our, in our uh, modern day, um, this would be called what's called the third wave. Uh, it's people who believe the gifts, the miraculous gifts are for today, but they're primarily will be used by the Holy Spirit through people who are filled with the Spirit to see people healed so that the gospel goes forth. Right. And uh, it's called uh, uh, third wave theology. Miracles and, uh, that make way for the greatest miracle. Yes, the greatest miracle, which is salvation. Wow. How interesting. What do you think is holding people back from... Because a lot of people would say, I don't know enough about Scripture. I hear more and more of that talking more and more people. I don't know enough to move forward in my personal ministry at yeah, work yeah. and home. So you saying, which is, I think, really a great way to walk away with you just got to start. So what would you say is a, just a, something, one thing we can take away that people can start doing to start building into that that muscle, that mechanism to start introducing miracles in their personal life and then praying and moving that those miracles in others? Yeah, I think it begins with prayer, first of all. Uh, God, give me compassion for people who are hurting, mm. uh, whatever it may be, whether it's emotional hurt, spiritual hurt, uh, physical hurt, pain. And then give me compassion for them because Jesus... It says over and over, he had compassion. He had compassion. And he only did what he saw the Father do. So that, that means the Father had compassion. Jesus saw what the Father wanted to do, then he stepped into it and did it. So it begins with prayer. God gave me a, a compassionate heart, an empathy for people, which I'm not high empathy. So this is something that he's having to develop in me. Um, I could walk right by a person in, in, in pain and, and just move on in, in the natural. And even years as a minister. So, he, But... It has to begin with empathy and compassion, that the Father sees this person and knows this person. And then uh, you don't have to know a lot of, uh, of Scripture. Uh, in fact, some of the people I see who move in this greatest are kids because they just believe. Why would the Father not want to do this? Yeah, come to me like a child. <laughs> yeah, and so it's really that childlike faith of, yeah. And I, I, I was in um, you know, Mozambique, and I saw all these uh, five, six, seven-year-olds praying over these deaf boys and their ears opened up. Well, these kids praying, that's all they've ever known. That's all they've ever seen. They have no doubt. So kids can take a hold of this and just run with it like crazy. Us adults, we've been, um, we've been taught, whether it's we've been taught uh, you know, in, in the teaching from our churches or we've just been taught in our homes, but that, hey, that was really for that time, and it's not for today. Um, we don't need that anymore. Well, Scripture says that God is unchanging. He's, he's immutable. Uh, it's a big fancy word. He's immutable. He's unchanging. He's the same yesterday, today, and the, and the same tomorrow. So if he's unchanging, then his compassion for people uh, to be healed is unchanging. Right. That, that doesn't change. Sure. And uh, so I would say first steps begin to pray, then secondly, um, for me, what happened was I really sensed that God was saying to me, start praying for people. So if and I I've noticed that, well, you know, I've, you, you, yeah. you, you've told me that, like, I'm, I'm going to want to start asking more. Yeah. So if I see someone in the lobby, I'm going to ask them, you know, they got to, 
I've seen more people with boots on their feet this year than, you know, and not, these aren't cowboy boots or stylish right. boots. These are the, you know, doctor boots. And uh, I, I asked them if I can pray for them. Wow. Every chance your I eyes get, are more opened. My eyes are open. That is remarkable. By the way, funny story. The first time this ever happened to me, I didn't really believe in this stuff. I was on uh, John Maxwell's team in uh, San Diego, and we had an amazing grace service, and people could come forward and be prayed for healing. And um, John's on the platform. I'm, I'm a Baptist kid over here. I don't even really believe in this stuff. And uh, <laughs> the guy that's at the front of my line is in a wheelchair. And I'm thinking, no, God. I need someone with a stomach ache or a headache. Right. I can't. Yeah, I can't start with the wheelchair, Can I Lord. I can't start with the wheelchair. And uh, so John tells them to come forward, and they come forward, and John can see in me that I am freaking out. In fact, he's bent over laughing on How the platform. Oh, I'm uh, I'm twenty. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm probably about thirty. Oh, yeah, okay. about thirty. Okay. And uh, he's bent over on his knees laughing because he can see Baptist boys freaking out. And uh, the guy comes forward. I know him. I said, hey, Tom, how can I help you, man? How can I pray for you? He says, man, I need a job. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. I can pray for a job, man. I can man. pray for a job. <laughs> I don't have faith to pray for you to get that wheelchair, but I, have, I, I can pray for a job. So That's crazy. <laughs> that's how this started in me, really. And, uh, but re- what really got me on this track of learning more about healing is my wife was diagnosed with a disease. I want to know this God heal. And so I've been on a journey ever since 2000 uh, trying to figure that out scripturally, theologically. Yeah. I was taught that that stuff had ceased. And in my study of scripture now, I do not believe that. I believe it's clear that the miraculous gifts have continued on and that God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And we just got to begin to step into it. Wow. So when you when you have a word of knowledge for someone, do you qualify this with, hey, this I believe is from God, or it could be you know indigestion, or do you say, hey, this is from God, and you, you go, no, go that? Cause I, I, ne- I, it's, it's I never say this is from God. Okay. Um, so one, the only thing we know that's from God is scripture. Sure. Um, that we can be sure of. Okay. And so, and that's one of the hangups, uh, cessationists have with prophecy or words of knowledge that we would equate it with the Bible and would never do that. But so what I will say is, Hey, um, if I'm in a, uh, one-on-one setting, I'll say, Hey, I sense this is what the Holy Spirit is saying to me, but you'll have to determine if it's from God. Okay. Uh, that's beautiful. Is, I love that. Yeah. It is. Praise God. If it's not... Throw it away. Yes, throw it away. Okay. And uh, if I'm in a if I'm in a large room and giving some words of knowledge for healing, yeah. And I'll say, hey, if this represents anyone, anything I've called out, if this represents you, and I try to get as detailed as possible. By the way, with right. that, so it's not, you know, hey, if you got a, an ache in your upper torso, uh, would you please stand up? Right. No, but getting specific, you know, where is it? Um, is that specific? Is that specificity so that they will believe more? Yes. Um, and you're calling out intentional things. You said totally. my right leg. I feel that yes. my right knee. Now yes. that to, to gain more strength and give, like, almost like giving totally. them your faith. Totally. Okay. Yeah. And um, and it's interesting. You know, I didn't know how how this would um, translate across campuses, mm. but it did. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, because God translates anywhere, you know. Absolutely. When he wants to heal people. He translates anywhere. I should have known that, but, you know. I don't. I'm slow sometimes. We learned something new. Well, that that was in the Life Plus series. Yeah, for the last right weekend. The end, yeah, so if yeah. you're listening and you haven't seen it or you saw it and you want to refresh it, it was an unbelievably powerful weekend. Heard from several people. They just their eyes were opened, their hearts were opened because of this is not taught. So if you yeah. want to go, it's on sermons. Go online on sermons. Life Plus, and it's the the fourth weekend. Pastor Kyle Walker. The cool thing out. about that day for me, bar none. I mean, yeah, a lot of people were healed, but the coolest thing is. And this is what John Wimber taught, is that 
every believer gets to do the stuff. Right. So the stuff is we have to pray for people to be saved, for people to receive miracles, for people to be healed. Um, you don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be a trained prayer team member. Everyone gets to do the stuff. Wow. And that's what I loved about that day more than anything was watching people who had never done this get up and go over and pray for someone to be healed. Yeah. And I was talking with um, an original member of uh, Faith Promise uh, this past Sunday, and she shared with me that since age 24, she's had incredible neck pain, and uh, you know her, and uh, said she'd go to her son's ball games and could hardly sit in the stands because the the pain in her neck. Uh, so um, we called that out. She stood uh, to be prayed for, and her husband prayed over. How great is that? Yeah. And the pain's gone. Wow. For the first time since she, she's 67 now. For the first time since she's age 24, she has no pain in her neck. Wow. So praise God. Amen. Yeah, that's unbelievable. <laughs> and she, so she's praising God. Yeah, sure. And, uh, so, so awesome. I love that. Unbelievable. As we always do uh, when, it, when we have him, Drew, is there any interesting thing about miracles, or do we have any errors that you need to clean up? Oh, no. I would not be able to speak <laughs> errors when it comes to miracles. Kyle is the resident authority. Uh, what I would say, uh, some interesting stuff, Pew Research Center showed nearly 80% of Americans, uh, and it varies, but that's the number of, amongst a lot, still believe in miracles. Um, and this is not Christians, this is Americans. Uh, in a separate survey of physicians, so this is talking about doctors of all shapes and kinds, of all faiths, 74% of them believe in miracles. Um, which is very interesting. In fact, if you were to query uh, prayer in PubMed, which is a search engine that indexes the U.S. National Library of Medicine databases, this is where scholarly works are published, where theories, d d doctors actually discuss medical theories. There are 66,000 papers regarding uh, prayer in, uh, in medicine. And so scientists are absolutely willing uh, to consider the possibilities of that. I uh, just want to touch on couple of things that, uh, that uh, Pastor Kyle shared. Uh, one was the purpose of miracles, uh, just so that the listeners can get this one more time in a real compact yeah, form. Yeah, to glorify God, show the compassion of the Father, and to draw people to Jesus. Right, and uh, greatest miracle, uh, Jesus being raised from the dead and, and what it did for us. Um, practice of miracles. Real th I, I wrote down these three just to share with everybody just so they have them. Be obedient to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Pray for them to be saved. Uh, not just for healing, but for salvation for them in that. And then the biggest one, which is the one that resonated with Micah, and, and I was actually there that day in Nirgathathi as well. Uh, the more I practice, the more it happens. Uh, only God can heal. Um, but, uh, you know, that thrill of victory and agony of defeat, um, you know, there's no thrill of vic victory um, if you don't practice. So I uh, thought that was incredible. Uh, you are correct, uh, Micah. The uh, weekend that happened at Faith Promise uh, about miracles, it was Pastor Kyle. It is week four of Life Plus. You can go check that out at faithpromise.org. And yeah. so that's all available there as well. That's and amazing. if you're looking for a good book to read, Book of Acts. Uh, lots of miracles happening in the Book of Acts. Um, and so a great, great place to pick up and read. That's awesome. Well, Pastor Kyle, we truly appreciate you being here and, and just your, your unbelievable wisdom. And if you've never been around him, it's unbelievable. Just there's, there's an energy truly is, and, and we appreciate that. If, if we could ask for one more thing of you, which is pray over everyone listening for them to truly see themselves as a minister of miracles and a minister of, of, of and looking for the gospel. And if, and if they're not, if they're listening, and you, and you don't believe you have a relationship, let's pray that, that, that salvation right. finds yeah. them quickly. Oh, Father, we just praise your name. There's no one like you. 
So we pray for everyone who will listen to this, Lord. Um, you know them. You love them. You care for them. You have a purpose for them. And, uh, Lord, I pray that uh, every one of us would have the, the faith just to step in and to, uh, just like Jesus, see what you want done and step into it, to pray for people, to show your love, your compassion, and let it flow through us to other people. God, if anyone's listening to this um, and doesn't know you as our Savior, I pray that today they'll receive the greatest miracle and, and just receive a free gift, a forgiveness of their sins. It's a free gift, so just reach out and take it. Say you want it, and Jesus will be your Savior. Uh, he loves you so much. He's the only way. He's the only one that can offer this free gift. So, Jesus, we praise you. Thank you for giving us example. And, Lord, I pray you help every one of us to, uh, every moment of every day, um, just submit ourselves to you and let you, Holy Spirit, fill us. I know I need that. I need you more, Holy Spirit. And there are times I take back control. And uh, please forgive me. Help us to allow you to control our lives for the glory of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much. If anything has experienced or if you're experiencing things through this podcast or through this message, please send it to stories at faithpromise.org. We'd love to hear that and love to share and love to walk with you through that. Thank you so much, Pastor Kyle and Drew. We will see you on the next episode.